0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Strange and Unusual Encounters. I'm your host, Rob Effler, and uh, we just got done doing the uh, 2019 second annual Bigfoot uh, uh, Festival down in uh, Marion, North Carolina, in McDowell County. I think we had an estimated, give or take, 50,000 plus people down there in the town of we had a ball we had a big foot calling contest we had all kinds of things going on there was plenty of vendors cliff barackman was there lee woods was there we had 159 vendors we had the whole entire main street blocked so people could enjoy enjoy the festival and enjoy each other and uh and have a great time for those who didn't make it You missed it. We hope to see you next year, and we're going to try to make the Bigfoot Festival a whole heck of a lot bigger than what it has been in the past two years. Again, I want to take my hat off to the uh, Bigfoot 911 team out of McDowell County, North Carolina. Uh, Brad Bruner, John E. Bruner, and uh, John Eric Bruner. You guys, I take my hat off to you. Nothing but love, guys. Nothing but love. You guys did great. Keep up the good work, Lee Woods. You're an awesome individual. I got to meet you for the first time. I I missed you last year, buddy. On the count, we had so much had so much chaos going on, but it was it was it was crazy. I tell you, it was crazy. But we had a ball. Uh, sorry for the delay in the uh, in the podcast. I was trying to get uh, some things going on. Try to get to you and, uh, a little bit quicker than this, but uh, between uh, work schedules and uh, a few other things that uh, we had uh, we had going, I just about missed it. I know it, this is a Thursday night. For those uh, who are interested and might be able to make it, and uh, I'm going to tell you, I was there three year ago. Point Pleasant, West Virginia has their uh, Mothman Festival this year. They do, like McDowell County, uh, like like a town of Marion, they shut down the whole entire town for this festival. I'm not bad fooled. I think some of you are fans of uh, Mountain Monster uh, Crew, uh, the Ames team. I think they are. I think they're being showed on uh, Discovery Channel now. And possibly A and E. Some wonderful guys. Buck is a great guy. Huckleberry is a great guy. Willie and Jeff Trapper, Wild Bill. I take my hat off to you. Y'all, y'all are y'all are a great bunch of guys from. And don't nobody get offended because, this yes, this was what it was called at one point in time. You boys are from West, by God, Virginia. Take my hat off to you guys. Thank you for all you do. You do some great work. Well, anyways, I've got the, uh, I've got an individual. His name is Marcus. I'm not going to go into uh, into his last name because, like I, like I said before, I'm going to... Going to uh, keep everything on the on the down low. Uh, Marcus sent me a message not too long ago, and uh, I've been trying to get his message on here. But like I said, it's been it's been hectic, it's been chaos, and uh, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, read you some of what Mark Marcus has sent me. Marcus, I appreciate you, buddy. I hope you're out there listening, my friend i take my hat off to you, brother. Marcus sends me a message, and he says, uh, what are you doing? I said, well, in my personal life, between working a public job, I own a goat farm. I said, I'm fooling with the goats, dude. How's it going? He said, well, he said, I got some encounters I want to tell you about. I said, really? I said, do tell. Marcus's encounter happened up on Lime Trail in the Toms Creek Falls area of McDowell County. He was at a campsite at the top of the trail. His mom and his dad were with him. Well, his mama talks him into doing some vocalizations to see if, they've, uh, if they can hear anything, because they've heard the things up there beforehand. Well, he done, done his vocalization, done his Bigfoot call, 10, 15 seconds later, something knocks on a tree back to answer him. He sits there for a few minutes, and he hears something other coming through the woods about 30 yards out, bipedal, and he said he knew good and well it wasn't a bear, it wasn't a cow, wasn't a deer, And it wasn't a big cat. Now, anybody knows anything about bobcats or big cats? Yeah, according to the North Carolina Wildlife Commission, they claim there's no such thing as a big cat in this area. Well, I'm not one to call anybody a liar, but I think they need to spend more time in the woods than they do sitting in a classroom reading a book. I've not seen a book yet go running through these woods. If anybody has, bring it to my attention. Yeah, we'll we'll interview the book. But going back to this, going back to Mark Marcus's uh episodes here, he said he wasn't too far from that. And it just Faded out like it stopped. Okay. Here's another one that he said he had. This was in January, and I'm taking as of January of 2019 this year. He said he heard uh, plenty of tree knocks going on. He went to go investigate, see what was going on. So evidently he must have got too close. Something was throwing rocks at him. He said, from the size of the rock, speed and angle, that was not somebody. Was it Bigfoot? Possibly. And his mother has even heard vocalizations blow their house. She's also heard tree knocks. For those out there who don't know what a tree knock is, that is a, uh, a signal from uh, one Bigfoot to another to either say, okay, the coast is clear, come on, or hold up. We've got an intruder. Let's see whether this is going to be a potential threat. Or, if it's something we can ignore and slip around it. I asked him, I said, did you ever see what was making the tree knocks, the walking and doing the vocalizations and everything else? And he said, no. He said, I've not seen it. He said, but you could get this eerie vibe in the woods. You knew and people, I'm going to tell you, I know I, I know I use deer hunting quite a bit as examples, but those out there who deer hunts, whether you're male or female, you know what I'm talking about. You're sitting there in your tree stand, whether you're on the ground or whether you're 16 to 25 feet off the ground, however you hunt, that's, you know, that's up to you. But anyways, you know what I'm talking about. If you're sitting there in the woods and you know good and well, there's nobody or nothing between you and God for the next mile and a half, two miles, some cases, five miles back in the woods. And you're sitting there all by your lonesome, just enjoying nature and watching squirrels. And all of a sudden you get this deep, dark, cold feeling like you are being watched. And you throw those field glasses up to see what's looking at you and you don't see anything, but yet you know good and well it's not a bear, it's not another deer. What else could it be? Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you of anything. You tell me what you encountered. I will repeat it on the air. Let the skeptics fall where they may. Let the non-believers fall where they may. And those... that have had these experiences, whether it be paranormal, whether it be cryptids, like Dogman, Bigfoot. Some people can sit there and make fun all they want to. That's perfectly all right. I myself have been made fun of ever since I was a kid. Yeah, growing up, it hurt my feelings. But now, if you want to make fun, go ahead. I don't care until you have had an actual encounter and had something other happen to you. I'm just going to say this. Those in glass houses cast the first stone. until it happens to you, don't knock it. Here's some more of what Marcus told me. He was in the woods in the same area up around Tom's Creek Falls. This was about, oh, three weeks ago or so, somewhere around in there. He heard tree branches breaking and heard something other heavy moving through the woods. Well, I asked him, I said, was it uh, sort of close to the ground? He said, no. He said, this was about eye height. And I asked him, I said, well, how tall are you? I I met Marcus at the uh, Bigfoot Festival and Marcus is almost as tall as I am. I'm six foot one. So to put it at eye height, Marcus is pushing six foot. So only way that can possibly be a bear, that rascal would have to be standing on on his hind legs and tearing up creation. I've seen bears do it in the woods, deer hunt, be sitting there. Here's something other than thinking, what in the name of thunder is that? Throw up field glasses, gets looking, and there's a pine tree or something other up there, and a bear's just going to town. He's either going after bees, he's, he's going after something other to eat, or either he's marking his territory. Now, as far as just breaking branches to be breaking them, Bears, don't, that's not their nature. They don't do that. Unless there is a reason, they're basically not going to bother nothing unless they're going up a tree being chased by a dog. But as far as uh, actually seeing a Bigfoot out in the woods, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you people. No, I'm not. Do I believe this creature exists? Yes, I most certainly do. Like I said in the earlier podcast, for 1,400 years, give or take, the Vikings were a a fierce tribe of people. Fear was not in those people. They didn't know what fear was. They encountered these creatures when they came over to America. They were scared to death of them. Okay, the Cherokee... Tried to befriend them, and for some other reason or another, something happened, and that uh, friendship got dissolved. There's cave drawings of these creatures. Stories, like I said, been passed down through generations. If anybody was going to tell a lie, and it lies for fourteen hundred years, that's the greatest lie on the planet. Because in fourteen hundred years, I am pretty well sure. Somebody would have busted this. Now, a lot of you wants to know why we haven't found any evidence. Do Bigfoot bury their dead? That's a great possibility. How many bear carcasses do you find dead out in the woods? Very few. If you find one, Nine times out of ten, it's during bar season, and someone has shot him. If a bear gets sick and he knows he's going to die, he's going to the thickest and most roughest spot he can find. That's just like elephant's over in Africa. Does everybody find dead elephants over all the time? No. They will travel possibly up to 250 miles to find a place to die, and that's where they lay down and die. They don't go into Wally's backyard and just kill over. They don't go out onto Sally's front porch and kill over. They don't do stuff like that. These these animals are not pets. They are cryptids. What I mean, not the elephants. What I'm talking about is is the Bigfoot. They, go, they have been in these mountains and in, on this planet probably longer than the Cherokee has ever known or the any other na- Native American tribe. So who's to say they do or they don't? The possibility for them to exist is greater than the possibility for them not to. That's my philosophy, that's my stake, and that's my story and I stick to that. Now, uh, moving on a little bit, we, uh, we've we got a uh, Facebook page that's uh, a fan page. It's called Strange and Unusual Encounters on Facebook. If you would, give us a check out, and uh, you can even send us a personal message there and tell us your encounter. Or if you want to go ahead and send a uh, send a personal message to me, just uh, send it to uh, rge at 2010 at gmail.com. Put in the subject line, encounter. And let me know if you've had a dogman encounter, a Bigfoot encounter, UFO encounter, or even a paranormal encounter. Tell me about a haunted house you've had an experience in, haunted graveyard. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're not going to be made fun of. You're among friends. This is a place for you to come and uh, tell your story and uh, share your experiences. We uh, we're try- still working on our website, and uh, for those who uh, enjoy this. Uh, Podcast. If you'd like to uh, like to support, any uh, any support is more than welcome. Uh, you can uh, donate whatever you you'd like. It's uh, it's entirely up to you. Uh, the more support we get, the longer we can stay on the air. Uh, We're going to try to get here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, We're working on it. I'll talk to uh, John Bruner. He's a Bigfoot commander of of, uh, Team Bigfoot 911. Uh, He's agreed to come on this show. We're trying to get everything situated to where I can interview him, and uh, we'll watch, uh, see if we can't get uh, some people to – chime in on the night that we're going to do this and ask some questions and uh get john to answer them i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to him and i'm also gonna bring his son brad on here i'm gonna interview uh a little bit later on some of my own team members uh, i'm gonna bring my evp specialist uh stacy mccurry and uh for those who didn't uh, catch it maybe in the first uh one or two of our uh, episodes. I'm the uh, founder of Godart Paranormal Investigations. Uh, we started in 2007. Stacy's my EVP uh, specialist, and he, he's a great guy. He, he's wonderful. He's got uh, all kinds of knowledge, and he's, and he's a wonderful guy. I, I, I trust him with everything in me. But, uh, if you've, had, like I said, if you've had any encounters, go to our Facebook page at Strange and Unusual Encounters at Facebook. Or, shoot an email at rge2010 at gmail.com. Put encounters in the subject line. Give me all the details that you can remember. And I'll be more than happy to read this on the air because I know there's uh, plenty of people out there. They've had encounters, but they're kind of leery about uh, saying anything on camera, afraid their neighbors or their church friends or something else is going to label them as being uh, cuckoo or folks. You don't have to worry about that here. I'm not going to make fun of you. Nobody else is going to make fun of you. And if anybody goes to throwing Snide, smart alec, derogatory remarks towards anyone or towards uh, towards this podcast, you're automatically banned. You won't be allowed to comment. Won't be allowed to view nothing. Uh, that's a uh, we're not going to tolerate it. We're not going to put up with it. And there's no place for it. No call for it. Things happen to people. You can't explain it. You can't dictate it. You can't say, well, next week I'm going to go out and I'm going to have a, the greatest ghost encounter that ever If you do, more power to you. As far as being able to plan that out and dictate what's going to happen, no, it don't work that way. But we love to hear about your encounters. And I'd like to thank Marcus personally. Marcus, you're a good friend of mine. I think that uh, you had some wonderful, a wonderful encounter. I'm very glad that it didn't go south and uh, nobody didn't get hurt. Because there are some of these encounters out here where people actually do get hurt. Uh, whether it be by Bigfoot or whether it be by Dogman or uh, even people that's had hauntings uh, get hurt. I don't want nobody to get hurt. I, I I'm I'm not into that. I don't you know I don't get no enjoyment out of that. The only enjoyment I, I get is uh, pacing along the information and uh, doing these stories for you. This is not for, this is not for me by the long shot. This is not for my team, for no means. This is not for uh, Bigfoot nine one one Lee Woods or anybody else. I when I mention these people's names. It's because of the people that they are, how they are natured, the research that they do, the time and effort that they spend in the woods, and the time and effort that they spend doing what they do best and what they love to do, which is cryptid research, paranormal research. Without without these researchers out here, we're going to remain ignorant. Yeah, you're going to find a lot of times you're going to come up empty-handed, but they are those few and rare times that if you wind up with even a minute piece of evidence, whether it be a visual sighting, physical evidence such as a footprint, unidentified hire, or you hear a tree knock or you hear a vocalization anything like that you are on the right track and you're doing what, what you set out to do you're getting closer and closer and closer to the truth this concludes tonight's episode of Strange and Unusual Encounters I'm your host Rob Effler, we hope you have a blessed week. We hope next week you're even more blessed. Everyone stay safe out there. Have a good night, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.